0: Well, good evening, and welcome back to Affliction and Survival's Journey to Consciousness. It's your girl, Vanna. I am here to close out Romans 14. We're going to be doing 1 through 23. I left off at 16, so we're going to close out 17 to 23. But as you always know, I start from the beginning. But before that, just a quick word of prayer. Holy Spirit, I ask that you bless this time on the podcast, Father God, and help us, Lord, with an understanding as this closes out. This was your assignment, Father God, to launch the Mind Your Own Business, the Lord's Party, the Romans 14 Party, where the RSVP was just simply MYOB, which again is to Mind Your Own Business. We know that wisdom is the principal thing, Father God, and we know. That we need to have an understanding, not just our understanding, Father God, but your understanding. What will you have your people to know individually so that we can grasp it, take it in and exude it so that we can be the body of light within the body of Christ to help this world be a better place instead of a bitter place. And we will forever give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Amen. All right. So I um, told you before that the time has been shortened on this podcast. so I'm going to jump right in to the new King James Version. Again, this is Romans 14. The heading of this is The Law of Liberty. Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to disputes over doubtful things. One believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, He will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it to the Lord, and he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks, and he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives God thanks. For none of us lives to himself, and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, for it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or cause to fall in our brother's way. The next heading is the law of love, starting at verse 14. I know and am convinced By the Lord Jesus, that there is nothing unclean of itself. But to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Yet, if your brother is grieved because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with your food the one for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for the man who eats with offense. It is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. So now we're going to head over to the message version and this heading is Hold on, sorry. All right, cultivating good relationships Welcome with open arms fellow believers who don't see things the way you do. And don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with, even when it seems that they are strong on opinions but weak in the faith department. Remember, they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently. For instance, a person who has been around for a while might well be convinced that he can eat anything on the table, while another with a different background might assume he should only be a vegetarian and eat accordingly. But since both are guests at Christ's table, wouldn't it be terribly rude if they fail to criticizing what the other ate or didn't eat? God, after all, invited them both to the table. Do you have any business crossing people off the guest list or interfering with God's welcome? If there are corrections to be made or manners to be learned, God can handle that without your help. Or say one person thinks that some days should be set aside as holy and another thinks that each day is pretty much alike any other. There are good reasons either way. So each person is free to follow the convictions of conscience. What's important in all this is that if you keep a holy day, keep it for God's sake. If you eat meat, eat it to the glory of God and thank God for prime rib. If you're a vegetarian, eat vegetables to the glory of God and thank God for broccoli. None of us are permitted to insist on our own way in these matters. It's God we are answerable to all the way from life to death and everything in between, not each other. That's why Jesus lived and died and then lived again so that he could be our master across the entire range of life and death and free us from the petty tyrannies. Of each other. So, where does that leave you when you criticize a brother? And where does that leave you when you condescend to a sister? I'd say it leaves you looking pretty silly or worse. Eventually, we're all going to end up kneeling side by side in the place of judgment facing God. Your critical and condescending ways aren't going to improve your position there one bit. Read it for yourself in Scripture. As I live and breathe, God says, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will tell the honest truth that I and only I am God. So tend to your knitting. You've got your hands full just taking care of your own life before God. Forget about deciding what's right for each other. Here's what you need to be concerned about, that you don't get in the way of someone else making life more difficult than it already is. I'm convinced, Jesus convinced me, that everything as it is in itself is holy. We, of course, by the way we treat it or talk about it, can contaminate it. If you confuse others by making a big issue over what they eat or don't eat, you're no longer a companion with them in love, are you? These, remember, are persons for whom Christ died. Would you risk sending them to hell over an item in their diet? Don't you dare let a piece of God-blessed food become an occasion of soul poisoning. God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach. For goodness sake, it's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. Your task is to single mindedly serve Christ. Do that, and you'll kill two birds with one stone, pleasing the God above you and proving your worth to the people around you. So let's agree to use all our energy in getting along with each other. Help others with encouraging words. Don't drag them down by finding fault. You're certainly not going to permit an argument over what is served or not served at supper to wreck God's work among you, are you? I said it before, and I'll say it again. All food is good, but it can turn bad if you use it badly, if you use it to trip others up and send them sprawling. When you sit down to a meal, Your primary concern should not be to feed your own faith, but to share the life of Jesus. So be sensitive and courteous to the others who are eating. Don't eat or say or do things that might interfere with the free exchange of love. Cultivate your own relationship with God, but don't impose it on others you're fortunate if your behavior and your belief are coherent. But if you're not sure, if you notice that you're acting in ways inconsistent with what you believe, some days trying to impose your opinions on others, other days just trying to please them, then you know that you're out of line. If the way you live isn't consistent with what you believe, then it's wrong. This has been probably the best. Well, God knew what he was doing. I mean, he couldn't have picked a better chapter to use to relay his message. Bottom line, I got this. Now, it's over two years now. That's how, how long it took me to do this assignment. So I just want to say my job is not to convince you of anything. My job is not even to change your belief. My job is to do what the Lord told me to do. Period. That's it. and That's all. So it's not about um, I want you to believe my truth as opposed to the truth. Huh? My truth is the truth, period, because it comes from the Lord. Your truth should be the truth if, in fact, it comes from the Lord. And I used to, at one point in time, I want to make this clear, at one point in time for I'm 48, for I'd say just about 48 years of my life, I believed that everything that I was taught in the Bible was correct and it was the truth until the Lord said, not so. So That would explain why it took me over two years for this assignment right here. Period. I I just thought, Lord, that's rude to tell people to mind their own business. I didn't get it then. A lot of things that I didn't understand before that he told me, oh, I understand them now. And I'm grateful that he always left a witness. I think it was probably over a year ago, probably again around the two year range. The Lord told me to send a text message to someone that said, God has given me a short, clear distance. I had no idea what it meant at the time. And just if I'm going to be completely honest, there was a a few incidents where he told me to reach out to people. And some of them I didn't even know. (laughs) Okay, I didn't know them. But I was obedient. So you, you can't get upset if you don't like my truth. I'm going to tell you it's okay because it doesn't matter one way or the other but I'm never going to stop doing what the Lord told me to do for anybody for any reason and at any time he said he who hath an ear let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church now for me my church is me I am my temple okay when Jesus said the kingdom is on the inside, this is an inside job. You have to learn to get in the spirit and get in alignment with the Lord. The reason why I don't walk in fear anymore and I'm able to say whatever it is that he tells me to say because truthfully, His strength is made perfect in my weakness. So I don't have that fear anymore because that weakness is gone. So I literally am getting stronger by the day. I told you he was coming and I'm telling you he's here. I love the Lord. He's never going to be wrong. I know you're caught up with what one said that he said, but I implore you, you need to get in alignment and open up to hear what he is saying. If he was able to talk to everyone else because it's written that he talked to others, then why isn't he talking to you? Shouldn't you want to know what he has to say to you, for you, about you? Because that's really what I'm concerned with. Lord, what do you have for my life? My only job is to really just share with you what God has shared with me. Period. I'm not on here to try to make you believe anything. That is not my job. Because if you're not woke and if you can't grasp it, I can't help you with that, okay? And I'm not going to try. That's That's not for me. That's God's job, period. My job is to be obedient. So once you say, and you better mean what you say, because once you say, not my will, but thy will be done, I guarantee you, your life is going to change, period. Because I said it and I meant it. So my only purpose in life, literally, For me is to do the will of the Lord, whatever it is, when I don't understand it, because a lot of this that he said years and years ago, I'm talking 10 years plus, I did not get, but I'm now walking into what he said, the dreams that he showed me. I'm literally walking in what he showed me years ago. So I trust God with my life, trust and believe. I might not trust man, but I trust God because he has never failed me. He has never left me ever. People have walked off. Friends have walked off. Family have walked off. God has never left me. So I will never override him for anybody. I don't care whether you like it or you don't like it. It's irrelevant. It really is. I love everybody. And when I told the Lord, I'm, I'm not doing all that. When he showed me years ago, when I was still getting high in the street and he said, you're going to stand before the world, literally butthole neck. And I said, I'm not telling all that. When I beginning to see, I said, I'm not telling all that. Oh, but look, look, yeah, been doing just what he said, telling all that. But I don't have anything to hide. I, I, I don't have anything to hide because I know that I'm not the only one. So let me tell you something. I, I, I know it is hard sometimes, you know, to to take on new things, new thoughts, when your mind is just, this is all I know. This is all I know. So if if you don't know something, you can't say that it's wrong. What you can say simply is, no, you don't know it. You don't know it to be the truth because in your mind, it's not your truth. And and that's between you and the Lord, period. I stand by my truth because my truth is his truth, period. I'm talking about here today and now, not four billion years ago, what somebody else said that he said. I like saying what he's saying and what he has said. And I'm going to say it again. He's always left a witness. So I don't just make these things up. I'm never going to lie on God because I value my life. Do you understand? God is good. He's loving, but I'm telling you, he he, he ain't nobody to play with, period. Okay. Trust and believe. He's made that very clear. Okay. So yes, I'm content with me. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's why I don't walk in fear, because I, I've, I've never walked alone, but I appreciate him being with me. So I, I said boldly, like I said out in the street. I say it now just as sober as the day is long. I'm never by myself. Even now talking to you, I'm not by myself, okay? So don't, don't shoot the messenger. I told you before, I stand on John 12, 48 and 49. It's as, as, as simple as that. So um, read it for yourself. Don't shoot the messenger, but I'll I'll say again, no weapons formed against me shall be able to prosper. But I would be careful, okay? I'd be very careful because when I tell you I speak what he tells me to speak, that's exactly what I mean. So when you think that you're going to come against me, you're actually not. You're going to go against him. And good luck with that. I'm just saying, good luck with that. Let's just agree to disagree, okay? All again, my assignment is is to speak what the Lord gave me to speak. When he said that I was going to stand before the world, butthole naked, literally, that just means in all transparency. My life is to reveal everything that God has done for me. Okay? So... I'm not where I used to be and I'm ever growing. Do you understand? I'm not even trying to get to where God wants me yet. Listen, we can we can take this, the slow route. I'm not trying to rush nothing. You don't need to punch my clock no time soon. I'm good. I told you. Mama, dad, dad, come to me like a child. Ah, yes, daddy. Yes, I'm good with that. But I'm content with myself. And I'm telling you, there's a way that seemeth right to a man that leads to death. So if what you have to say makes someone else better, then okay. But if what you have to say about, to someone else makes them bitter or makes their life harder, you need to rethink what you're saying. Just remember that God has everything under control. He started everybody. He can finish everybody in the way that he wants to. He knows the way that I take. He knows the way that you take. He knows the way that we take as individuals. That should be your primary concern. God, what are you saying to me? Period. That's that's personal. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You have to be in tune with him. You have to be tapped into your inner man. That's how you're going to know. That's why he say, he who hath an ear, let him hear. Okay? He can't pour out his spirit on all flesh. If you're not in the spirit, you're not going to catch it. You can't worship God in spirit and in truth. If you can't hear the truth. I'm just saying this and it's, I'm going to stand by that. Okay, until I draw my last breath. The main purpose is always a relationship with the Lord for yourself. You can't ride off of somebody else's gifts. You can't ride off of somebody else's blessings. You can't ride off of somebody else's relationship. You have to know him for yourself. And when you truthfully want to know, they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. I'm telling you, when you really want to know, Oh, he'll, he'll make you aware. Truthfully, I, I was I was kind of content, I guess, where I was. I mean, I did say I was a truth seeker, but I wasn't expecting the Lord to do what he did, because when he asked five years ago, what do you believe? And the question literally was absurd. I'm like, what do you what are you asking me? What do I believe? <laughs> you know what I believe? I believe everything that I was taught. Then five years later, he brings the question back. And again, five years before, I told the pastor at the time. So again, he's always going to leave a witness. So when you think that I'm just concocting these things, I assure you, you're wrong. Okay. I'm not, I'm not here to hurt you in, in any way, shape, or form. If I can't help you, I'm not going to try to hinder you either. But you have to know that God is an ever speaking God today, in present time, in real time. Okay. So I, I would think that you would want some, some, some current word from the Lord. And not have to ride off of what he said to somebody else. Find out what he's saying for you. That's what he really wants to do. You need to just get in tune so you can know and you can be sure for yourself exactly what he wants you to do. Because I know what I can do, I know what I cannot do. That doesn't mean that just because you can do it, that doesn't mean that I can do it. And just if you feel like you can't, but I can, that's what I have to roll with. Do you understand? So, anyway, people. I love you. I've enjoyed being on here. Um, I need to take some time and, and do some more studying. I will come on here when the Lord gives me something specific that I need to say, because sometimes he downloads things and, you know, I just say, okay, let me come on and say this. But as far as the, the next series, um, I believe we am going to come back for that on next month. But as the Lord pours in, I will certainly uh, be pouring out. So. I hope this has blessed you. Um, again, I would like people to know I'm very passionate. You know, I don't mean to be offensive to anybody, but I'm very passionate about when it, anything of the Lord. I'm very passionate about. I'm passionate about my life because I'm so very grateful for everything he's done for me. It's, it's mind blowing and it's mind bending. And he doesn't stop. He hasn't stopped. And in no- November last year I told you what the Lord said that whatever you were expecting previously you should expect it in the year 2019. I started seeing it already. I mean one friend has this the, the very house she said she was going to build um or she wanted 2 years ago she's about to get um I told my the client that I work for listen I said everything is going up. That's what the Lord said. They The company is going forward. Another company got dropped in my spirit that I used to work for. His company is going forward. I'm telling you, this is the year of manifestation and expectation. Listen, I said, listen, I have to train myself. Don't go into panic mode because everything that the Lord has told me, he's brought it to pass. Some stuff from years and years and years prior, okay, I'm just now walking into. So it's not always about, oh, did you get a, a you know some windfall? As far as the money, it's going to come. And, and I know this because I know what the Lord said, but I also know the things that he said years ago and years ago. I'm just, just now walking into. So therefore I've learned not to rush God. God is going to do it. At his pace. okay. period. So I expect just what he said to go up in this year of 2019. I know they like to say, well, um, you know, this time next year. No, not, 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 not this time next year. How about next time this year? That's where I'm at. Not this time next year. How about next time this year? So let's be an expectation because evidently God, God is wanting to do some things. And so I'm always happy for other people. And I like the fact that. He's a, God is a God of his word. He does not lie. Period. He doesn't lie. So some of the things I told pe- some people years ago, they're, I know they're about to see it happen. You can't expect it. it just if, if God says something, if I tell you something, that doesn't mean it's going to come from the person, you know, that he said the word through. That just means it's going to happen, okay. That's that's the other thing. You you have to know that God will choose any any. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. Period. But he will fulfill his word. That I know for a fact. So I'm grateful. I'm excited. I love the growth process. I, I just love walking with Him. You know. So that's why I say I'm content with being with myself because I'm never really alone ever. <laughs> okay. And and I and I like being that way. We have an awesome relationship. Okay, there is no better relationship, and I venture to say there will never be a better relationship than the one I have with the Lord. So I, I'm just very grateful, and I'm humble um, that He chose to to use me you know, for all the things that I did to try to convince him not to, I went out of my way, you know what I'm saying? And I started hearing people say, well, um, anything you don't want to do, got to send in a, a, another one. And I tried to, I tried to work that. I said, oh, well, really, Lord, if I just sit back on this long enough, I'm sure that you're going to tell somebody else to do it. It didn't work. So I, I, I'm, I'm not sure um, where we get this thought from, uh, but it didn't work for me. Let me, let me put it to you that way. It certainly didn't work for me. So uh, over Two years later, finally, we had the Lord's Romans 14 party, RSVP, MYOB, which, of course, is mind your own business. Let's learn to love. Let's step up our love game. And it as much as possible, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't love yourself, learn to love yourself so that you can love others. All right. It's been real. Again, this has been affliction a survivor's journey to consciousness. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Most importantly, the Lord loves you and you're never going to do anything to change that. Okay. The Lord is always going to be waiting. Okay. Just saying at any time, you can just come on in. All right. God bless you. Love and light. And namaste.